0: Into. How'd you know? <laughs> Good my Yeah. Definitely going to be missed. Man. Turn up. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why? Man. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome. If you're just tuning in, my name is E.G., the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat nothing. Again, thank you, Linda, for that. Mike, Mash, R.I.P. to one of the greats, man. I'm telling you, Indiana's own finest. Well, 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 as you come into my world today, thank you for getting up, tuning in, for waking up, tuning in or wherever you are in the world thank you that you will tune in to me just don't listen to me listen to many more richie naughty nicole toxic wise ass carl higby and a list of many more well today is going to be one of those days that eg just pretty much open discussion you know and dealing with all the mainstream news every now and then we know we must get away from that here because every now and then you must take a second and we have to talk about life here and what's really going on in the world and just you know we have to touch on a few different things and today we're going to touch on the myth of wealthy men and beautiful women well wow. <laughs> that sounds like an extreme combination what a similarity and companionship are the currency of attraction for better or for worse hmm i wonder Wow! (laughs) Music Mike, where are you trying to take us today? (laughs) I don't know if I'm trying to go here or what. This seems like it's a lot. And, you know, the readings here are... (laughs) Wow! As I just skim through this and just... I briefly get these topics literally two, three minutes ahead of time. And as I sit here today, Renegade Nation... Wow! (laughs) You're in for a very, very long one. but. It's okay, I'm just gonna make sure and I'm gonna break it down the way that I can break it down. And hopefully thanks to Linda, she can keep us with the hits playing You when we take these breaks because wow, this is a lot, but we're gonna get down to the bottom of this. So again, the topic for today is the myth of wealthy men and beautiful women. The similarity and compassion are the currency of attraction for better or worse. Yes, okay. I credited James Hamblin too, also. On this, because without him, I don't know if none of this research would actually have been conducted like it should have been. Well, let's just get straight into it. In one illustration, the study of love, the human sexual selection, in 1986, psychologists David Buss and Michael Barnes asked people to rank 76 characteristics. What do you value most in a potential mate? Well, it's. <laughs> That's right, what do you value most in a potential mate? What are some things that you might actually look for when you are actually looking for that main person, as I must put it in today's society? Because we all know that there are people still out there that love playing games and that somehow haven't discovered the actual meaning, what life really is, you know? So with that being said, what do you value in your potential mate? Whether it be money, material things whether you just want an actual real person for themselves and not for those things, or how do you really view it in your potential mate? You know, so that's pretty much where we're going here a little bit with this first part. Well, the winner wasn't beauty and it wasn't wealth. The number one was the kind and understanding followed by an exciting personality and then intelligence. Man did say they value appearances more highly than women did, which I can understand because like I said, who really wants somebody that they can't even really honestly take to a simple place and they know how to dress or they even know how to conduct themselves in public. Let's be honest here, Renegade Nation. Do you really want that? No. And women said they value good earning and capital and stability, which I understand. But see, there's a difference between stability and just flat out gold digging. I mean, let's just call it for what it is and the differences are very different. See, the thing is what you got to understand is somebody that's already stable and that pretty much already has their, let's just say their ducks in a line or pretty much has their life together. As many Americans don't. I mean, let's just be honest here. It's like 50-50 nowadays. You either have it or you kind of don't. I mean, that's where we're really at in America today, which is sad because I I remember when you can kind of hang in the middle and survive, but now it's not about survival. It's more so about status and I guess it's not even about keeping up with anybody anymore. It's about necessarily making your own success and what defines your success is only in your mind. Do you understand that? Just like being rich is really only in your mind. So the stability that you might be looking for, you might already have and just not know it's there. Or you don't even know how to work it. Or you might not even understand it sometimes. I notice that's the problem here. Some people have things that they don't even know what to do with. But then when somebody else texts them and does something that they should have did with that, they don't understand and they go crazy. Really only because I think that, you know, just like we are pretty much know everybody doesn't share the same vision here. Okay. So that vision that you might actually have for that person, somebody else might share a whole different vision in a whole different, you know, demographic on what they really want that person to actually do and become in their lives. See, that's another thing too. I'm just going to break that down too, honestly, because let's just be honest here. Okay. So you get with a person, when you actually get with the person, do you really think, how they can benefit your life or is it just a male thing necessarily? I don't know. I mean, what's kind of going on? I know a female does. I mean, let's just be honest here. You're looking for your significant other and you find someone that you might actually have feelings for. They might be a good person all the way around, but they still need some quite, let's just call it tweaks. You know, some things need to be tweaked out in their life that would really help them and it will also help you to get the happiness that you deserve. I guess that's why you actually got that person. Do you understand what we're going here? Well, people though are liars. Experiments that don't really rely on self reporting regularly show that physical attractiveness is exactly what most people are looking for at all times. Important to both men and women's status, However, you want to measure it from income, formal education, or etc. It is often not far behind in real-life dating studies, which gets closer to genuine intentions, physical attractiveness, and earning potential, strongly predictable romantic attraction. While people tend to prefer people similar to themselves in terms of traits like religious or thriftiness. When it comes to beauty and income, more is almost always seen as better. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's something that always really will be kind of talked about or argued, I think, to the end to the end of the world, honestly. I mean, do you want somebody with something that's a bad person or do you want somebody with nothing that's a good person? You see how those catch-22s always seem to come around? <laughs> I tell you. Well... It seems to inspire two partners who rank more highly to themselves. They don't want as much as a jackpot, but the stereotypic example of that is known is beauty status exchange. An attractive person marries a wealthy or otherwise powerful person and both win. It's the classic story of an elderly polymath billionaire who has sustained damaging burns to the face, who marries a swimsuit model, who can't find Paris on a map, but really wants to go there because it's romantic. Do you kind of understand where we're going here, Renegade Nation? So basically, if you didn't catch that, that's right. Like I always said, that's been one of my things. And I think a lot of people would agree. Beautiful people kind of need to stick together. But see, that's the thing. It depends on how you really define beauty. Because, you know, we have people that rate themselves on certain levels, which we all understand, you know, one to 10. But then there are some people that actually, when they walk into a room and they captivate the whole room and people stop talking, we kind of already know what that is. I'm pretty sure we can all agree on beauty. Some people can't, but there are certain things that you just can't kind of deny. I mean, you know, especially when she has a thousand women, that are constantly saying something every single day and she has a problem everywhere that she goes. I mean, that pretty much means something, you know, evidently she's not ugly. So you better kind of keep a hold grasp on what's going on. Well, all you need is money or power. The nation goes and beautiful lovers present themselves to you for the taking. When Homer Simpson once came into a 500 pound of sugar, his, I.D. instinct was to turn into fortune and sexual prosperity in America. He said, half dreaming after a night spending guarding the mound in his backyard. First you get the sugar, then you get the power, then you get the women. That's in homage to the Scarface movie and the quote was money instead of sugar. And it was where both Simpson and Tony Montana, anyway, the University of Notre Dame, Psychologist Elizabeth McClintock has done an exhausted research on the idea of people exchanging traits. Her work has published last month in American Social Review, looking at data from 1,507 couples in various stages of relationships, including dating and marriage. Beauty status exchange awkwards with the popular conception of romantic partner selection. As a market process, she wrote a conception widely accepted in both popular cultures. She referred specifically to the gender version in which a successful man partnered with a beautiful trophy wife as a commonplace. That's right. How do you feel about that? Or do you think that even exists such thing as a trophy wife? What really is that? And what does that really mean? to you because like I said this conversation is for everybody you can definitely chime in if you would like but the thing is I really want to know how do you feel do you really believe it's that perfect person for you or do you believe that what you have right now you might be just settling or is there such thing as settling see that's what I want to get to here do you think just because you're happy for one time in your life and it might not be the actual way that you would like it. Would that be just considered settling? But we all want to be happy, right? But see, I think that's when the disconnect happens with most of the world. Now, people based their happiness on their monetary value, which you should never do. That right there will hinder you and fuck you up mentally. Let's just keep it real here. You know, we don't sugarcoat anything here. So when you have when you put that actual status and your happiness. And you base it upon money opposed to how you are actually living in your own life. And by the time you wake the fuck up and you understand what's really going on right in front of you, it's too late. Your happiness is gone. you're stuck in a rut that you might not be able to get out of for a very long time. And you wonder where all that time went, all that time spent with those people that made you happy, but you are not happy in the inside. See, sometimes, to make yourself happy, you have to be happy. And You have to understand what really gives you happiness, what really makes you happy. And do you really even know what happiness is? And when you have it, do you really understand what to do with it and even understand why are you happy and not sad? And then when you get around sad people, you don't understand them or you don't want to be around them. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, we can go so many places with this. Well, anyway, just to move on, the study concludes that women aren't really out for men with more wealth than themselves. Wow, that's kind of weird. Wow, nor are men looking for women who outshine them in beauty. I can understand, I mean, let's just be honest here. Do you really want somebody that looks better than you? Because then you're gonna spend all day and all the time wondering, are they doing something? Do they have somebody else? You know, I mean, let's just be honest here, you know when you look better than that person. I mean, you can say, you can call it being vain or what is really beauty or don't judge, fuck all that. Let's keep it real, you know? Let's be honest, you could turn to your significant other right now and just really stare at them in the eyes and look and have an understanding for what's really going on. Or like some relationships, you're just gonna call it even he has this, but you have this. So he has this, but you have that. So, you know, we can call it 50, 50 rather what people are really looking for compatibility or companionship. Finding those things is driven by matching one's strengths with a partner whose similarities endower rather than trying to barter kindness for hotness. Did you catch that savvy for handymanship or graduated degrees for marketable skills. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So it's more so of a tit for tat. You know, you can be this way. Well, he doesn't have money, but he does have degrees. Well, he has money, but he's not that smart. Well, she looks good, but she's not that smart. So, I mean, it's a lot of ways we can really go with this Renegade Nation. And all we're really saying is that you can try to deny it, but unfortunately, you fall into one of these traits, whether you choose to realize it or not. Or to me, you fall into a trait that I haven't even mentioned. You know, I haven't even mentioned this trait. And that's the trait of we all hear it before, or we all seen it before. I got kids, I have kids, man. So that's why I'm with my baby mama or my the mother of my kids to be exactly, <laughs> to be correct. Let's just, you know, I'm here for my kids okay are you really here for the kids we understand that but what makes you happy you're still a person you still have feelings you still are sad and happy or mad come on now so who are you really there for or are you really there for the kids and to try to hold on to this woman that you know that time has ran out and you should have been left let's just call it what it is you know it's a lot of people that are in relationships that they should have been get out of And I'm getting the wave here. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I'm not going. We definitely have more. I just got to pay a few bills. I'll be right back for more. Let's go. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. I want to dedicate this song to all the lovers tonight. And I expect that might be the whole world because everybody needs something or someone to love. You hear them? Yeah, who are you holding? (laughs) Welcome back, welcome back. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. And you know, it's an open discussion if you're just tuning in. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) We're just sitting here discussing the myth of wealthy men. And beautiful women and the similarities about the companionship and the currency of attraction for better or for worse that's right we're just pretty much breaking down and seeing where you are in your life and pretty much maybe what you're looking for in a potential mate you can agree to disagree but I'm pretty sure I said something that you can relate to that's what makes me different here that's why I'm here so you can relate to me somewhat you might not agree with everything I say. Let's be honest here. Hell, I don't even agree with some things I say, but that's not going to stop me from saying it <laughs> if that makes sense, right? <laughs> but let's just be honest here. I'm pretty sure I touched on some trait that you belong to and some category that you understand or you can say like, yeah, that's me. I got to be honest. I kind of want a woman that looks good. I just don't want anything. But then on the other hand, you can be like, shit, hell, I don't care what she looks like. As long as she makes me happy, I've been through enough in my life. Or you, on the other hand, you can say, hey, I really want that person that I've been looking for and I'm willing to wait. And no matter how long it's going to take me, I'm going to wait for it. So, that's just a, a handful of different, you know things that we can touch on, but anyway, moving along as I was getting into this psychologist who pretty much did a couple of different studies about different traits that we pretty much have in us for the both physical and attractiveness and education purposes. Well, just moving right along, scientists say that humans that claim we cannot be blinded by beliefs about how the world works the studies that only looked at men but not women they looked at man's income and only looked at women's first but only looked at man's attractiveness were probable in a way that their peers referred to as the process it was more so like a book that hadn't been published yet so if you kind of follow me there They pretty much did a short study, and it came out that at the end of the day, which we pretty much already kind of knew, men really look for attractiveness as more so of a probability than so far as money. But women look so far as income than attractiveness. Like I said, it goes back to stability. I'm telling you, it goes back to stability, and that's pretty much what it really breaks down to. Yes, I told them stability is definitely what most women are looking for. So basically the truth is people are evaluating women for their looks and they're evaluating men for their looks. I mean, is that really? (laughs) So is it both is like, let's be honest here. Women are looking for their looks and men are looking for their looks. So the stuff, as far as financial stability, that's just part of the whole package, right? Is that, is that where we're really going here, Renegade Nation? I mean, let's be honest here. Women are also shallow as men when it comes to appearance, and they should focus on their own accomplishments. If women want an accomplished guy that's going to come with being accomplished, so this is just one of more places where upward mobility, it is it seems just a myth. But in this case, no love is lost with the gender-beauty status exchange, model physical attractiveness might enable class mobility for women. Yes, Ms. McClinton Yes, wrote, but now, without assuring the women's economic dependency on her husband and the irony of her evaluation of his physical attractiveness, it also allows the setup to set up this kind of marriage between mercy and which doesn't fulfill with our usual conception that we kind of like our spouse and we want someone that we kind of get along with it's not just this trade of his money for her beauty and his going to dump her as soon as she starts to get some wrinkles around her eyes so (laughs) with that being said really What is the place with this beauty exchange? I mean, do you believe in it? First of all, running get nation. Do you understand that nowadays people are exchanging beauty for income or vice versa? So out of everything that I have read, what did you really get? Did, Did you really catch some of those traits or did you feel a certain way that you might be part of some of these traits that you might feel a certain way about even in your life today? So what does that really say about you and where you're at in your life? Do you really agree with me or can you disagree? Did you really understand anything that I have actually read? Or did you even like anything that I actually read? Or does it even really matter because it doesn't apply to you? But see, the thing is, even if you are married, it still applies to you because at the end of the day, you're still in a relationship. Whether you consider a marriage not a relationship or you just consider you kind of gave up or it's the end of the road. No, you're still in a relationship. It still must be some type of happiness or you can be saying hello to divorce. I mean, let's just be honest here. We all know how it goes. Hell, over what? 85% of marriages in America end in divorce. I can't make this up. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, and it's been a great one. I just hope you enjoy what you heard and what you hear. Yeah, I gotta have good old James take me out. Thank you, Linda. Let's go. That's what I used to do. Use and abuse them. Then I laid eyes on you, it was Like to be blunt. Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio.